Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. Welcome back, 49ers fans, to another episode of the 49ers Rush podcast. I am your host, John Chapman. And today what we are going to do, this is our scouting report for the very first 49ers game of the regular season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be a good one. Kickoff time is 125 Eastern at Tampa Bay in Raymond James Stadium. And what we're going to do today, we're going to go through a little bit of practice news, notes. Kyle Shanahan just wrapped up his press conference go through who practiced, who didn't, all those things, do a little wrap-up of some history between the Tampa Bay Bucks and the 49ers. There's not a lot. And then we're just going to jump all into Tampa Bay. What to watch for, what they're good at, who to be careful of, who to exploit, offense and defense, get into some ranks for 2018, even though they have a new coaching staff. That is okay. A lot of the offensive schemes are very, very similar to what they did the previous year, but Bruce Arians going to bring some new updates. But this will basically know your enemy, man. You want to figure out where we need to be careful and where we need to be successful. That's what this episode's all about. I always enjoy these because, you know, the old coach in me, what you do is when you're preparing for a week of, or a team about three weeks out, you just watch a whole bunch of film. You get out all your notes and you just start scheming and figuring out what we've got to do to, you know, all this stuff. And it's so much preparation. But once it gets started, it's an absolute blast because, you know, you spend so much time working with your own team or, you know, focusing just on the 49ers that whenever you get to kind of step out, man, it really puts things into perspective with what the 49ers have. And make no qualms about this. We are by far the superior team. Does that mean that we will win? <laughs> Vegas says that it's going to be pretty damn close. So anyway, we're going to get into all of that. But before we do, let's focus on us just a little bit. As far as the Wednesday practice, we had a few guys out. Only three guys did not practice on Wednesday. Jalen Hurd with his back issue. Kyle Shanahan went on to say that he is doubtful this week, but he still has not been ruled out. Um, he's kind of going on a week-to-week, not day-by-day schedule, which is what Kyle Shanahan said. Trent Taylor, who is already ruled out, he will not be playing. And then Joe Staley, don't worry. It was just a vet day to give him the day off. Uh, make sure he has plenty of time to be ready for that full game <laughs> load because that's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're going through training camp. It doesn't matter if you're playing in the preseason. Our starters have been playing like maybe 11 to 22 snaps total. You've got to be prepared, especially for this game, it's going to be an 80-plus snap for the offense and 80-plus snap for the defense. There's going to be a lot of snaps. I, I like that it's the afternoon game, you know, 125 kickoff, because this game's going to go past the normal slotted amount of time. I guarantee you both of these offenses uh, kind of relish in the fact that they have a lot of plays. They want to get a lot of plays out there. Not so much time of possession, but just quick 
tempo, moving the ball up and down the field. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Really excited about that. Now, limited participants in Wednesday's practice. This is kind of good and bad news. Both Nick Bosa and Jason Verrett, who hurt their ankles on the exact same practice, both continue to get limited work in. They had the day off on Tuesday um, after practicing Monday. So they limited Monday. Day off Tuesday, which was all scheduled, limited Wednesday. Wouldn't be surprised if Rhett maybe doesn't go, but Bosa probably is going to be a go, even though it's going to be on a very small snap count. So Dante Pettis with his groin was also limited. He seems like he's going to be fine. It's not too worried, but again, you want as much rest as possible just so that doesn't act up. Western Richburg with his knee, again, things are looking promising then. There, and Kawan Williams as well. So that's who was in and who was out. Out, and probably some of the best news, Quan Alexander got in a full day of practice, uh, not limited whatsoever, and this is huge. His very first game back, guess who he gets to go against? His old team, the Tampa Bay Bucks. So you love those kind of revenge games, even though he didn't leave on bad terms. It doesn't matter. So there's something about going against people you know. It just gives you a little bit extra. It, it You could say, well, they're professionals. It shouldn't matter. It, you're right. It shouldn't. But these are people who have prided themselves on competition and playing against these guys week in and week out. And whenever you're on the other side, it just gives you something. I don't understand it, but it's something that's there. Now, the Tampa Bay Bucks in 2018 went 5-11, and so they got one more win than us. We did play them last year, and they beat us. They have actually beat us the last two times we have faced each other in 2016 and in 2018. But here's the deal. And, you know, I, I want to make sure that we understand this. They have some major injuries. We can talk about the 49ers and how we're hit by the injury bug. You could argue the best player on their roster, Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, he might not play this season. He had that horrible car accident and his neck fracture. I mean, he's, he's there's, a, there's a possibility he could never play again, ever. He was an absolute beast last year, led his team in sacks. Also, their starting safety, Justin Evans, he did not practice this week. He is coming back from an Achilles tear. There's going to be a lot of new faces on that secondary, and I hate to say this. I don't hate to say this. It's one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Again, a lot of criticism of the 49ers is on corners and safeties and who's playing where and all that stuff goodness i guarantee you there is not an nfl team that would choose the tampa bay bucks secondary over ours also vita vea their first round pick from 27 2018 last year his starting nose tackle limited with the knee they have him as probable to questionable um this is a lot of the beat writers reporting they haven't reported the how, who's playing and who's not and the updates for week one yet. But I'm saying it's probably going to be a 50-50. Now, the Vegas lines on this game is interesting because it's bounced back and forth from the 49ers being favored by one to coin flip game to the 49ers favored by two to the 49ers favored by one. As of right now on Caesars betting site, they are, again, coin flip game. So it's up in the air. The over-under is right at 50 to 49 to 49 and a half. Again, it's kind of measure bouncing back and forth. But as of right now, it's the fourth most fourth highest projected game of the week. So it's going to be interesting. And now they're with the hurricane stuff and all that turns out it's going to be hot. It's going to be 90 degrees and just over 70% humidity. And it's funny, Kyle Shanahan even brought this up. You know, they're trying to find ways to get people used to the humidity and Kyle Shanahan has coached 
for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was a quality control coach there. One of the very first places he got to start in the NFL a long time ago. Tampa Bay is hot as hell if you haven't been down in Florida. So with that, that's huge. One, because it's so early in the season. People aren't used to playing the full um, snap load, you know, all 80 snaps or whatever it's going to be for the offensive, defensive side. When you add that humidity, what happens is it just drains your body, and that's where muscle fatigue and cramps take place. And so Kyle Shanahan even said, I'm forcing everybody to drink water nonstop. He even put a tent out on the practice field and piped in heaters <laughs> and made the players go through a bike workout in the tent today, trying their hardest to get used to this heat and humidity. Now, and 90 degrees isn't insane, but again, that 70% humidity, if, you've, <laughs> if you're practicing in Santa Clara and you got to go down to Tampa Bay, there's a dramatic difference there. Now, Kyle Shanahan did say, and address the situation of being from the East Coast and traveling across three separate time zones to go play in a non-night game is problematic. So they're going to go a day early than when they would usually travel to just get kind of used to the time period. And then on top of that, they're not coming back to California after week one. Kyle Shanahan said they're going to stay on the East Coast until that Cincy game week two and just, you know, try to – this is kind of the new MO for East Coast teams who have a huge disadvantage. It's not as bad for the – sorry, East Coast teams coming to the West Coast. That's way easier because the time zones go backwards. So you're actually gaining time. But whenever you're West Coast, like the 49ers going all the way to Florida, you're losing three hours. And so it's very, very problematic just on the body, your sleep cycle, all these different things, and those little bitty stresses, they they start to take a toll. Now, week one of the NFL, not so much. you know. And so you could say whatever you want about the 49ers schedule down the stretch, which it's going to be just crucial. I mean, down the stretch is rough. We might have the roughest schedule in the entire NFL the last eight weeks. But at least we're getting our East Coast road trips out of the way bright and early which is wonderful now again just staying with those lines if you want to bet this game i'm telling you right now the best way to do that is mybookie.ag these guys are absolutely awesome and so easy to work with Uh, i've been betting with them for years you win it's so easy to get your money out all you got to do is just click on the link in the description of this podcast wherever you're listening to it or just head to mybookie.ag, use the promo code 49ers. They're going to match your initial deposit up to $1,000. So if you just want to bet 20 bucks and you're just not too big into money, you could literally put a dollar on a game, no big deal whatsoever, and just put a dollar. It makes it so much more fun. And again, so if you just want to put in 20 bucks, use that promo code 49ers. They'll double that for you. So now I got 40 bucks, and you can have some fun with that. Also, they have a free play feature. So if you're just kind of tentative and you want to see how the system works, before you put your hard-earned money down. No problem. You just click free play on your bet, and it's going to keep track on a bet uh, slip just like if you were playing with real money. So head over there. I mean, this place is legit. They have everything that you could want to bet on. You can even bet on games after kickoff. So if you just like totally see a team's going to pull their starters and it's going to shift the other way, they have props on that as well. So there's so much stuff there. Head over to mybookie.ag today. Use promo code 49ers49ERS and have that uh, initial deposit doubled. Man, easy, easy, easy. And remember, you play, you win, you get paid. Simple. Now, back to a little bit of the game. Here's the thing. We have played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 24 times. 
The overall record of this is we are 17-7. and So the 49ers have won 17-7. However, we have lost our last two matchups in 2016 and 2018. At the highest point of our longest or the longest streak, we once had nine victories in a row. And you could probably guess the time period between the 80s and the 90s when the 49ers were just unstoppable. And again, both Kyle Shanahan and Quan Alexander have ties to this organization. So that makes it fun. And not to mention the fact that Bruce Arians is there, who, guess what, used to be in <laughs> head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. So there's just a lot of ties between these two teams. So here's what we're going to do now. We're going to jump on to just everything that we need to know about the Tampa Bay Bucks, and we're going to start with their defense. So this is what our offense is going to be facing. Now, they were abysmal last year. That's putting it quite kindly. Because, here's the deal, they gave up the second most points allowed of the entire NFL last year. They were just literally up and down the field, every single team that played them, it, it was the first one to 30. You know, they, they allowed 29 points a game, which again, second most in the NFL, third most touchdown passes allowed, and their defense wasn't really good at anything. The only thing that they were good at, and this is kind of sad, is... They didn't have that many passing attempts against them, uh, 12th in the league. But, again, they allowed the 26th most, most passing yards. So these guys were just torched up and down the field. They did struggle with injuries all over the place, but it was just a poorly coached, coached defense. Now, there are some strengths, and they do have a new coordinator with Todd Bowles, who was the head coach of the New York Jets. And the one thing about this team, Offense and defense, the one thing that is consistent throughout is aggressive attacking style play calling. This is what Todd Bowl does. Now, will he do it different because he has much less personnel than he did with New York on the defensive side of the ball? Who knows? But everywhere Todd Bowles has been, he is an attacking blitz-heavy guy that likes to cause turnovers. That's just what he is. Now, you can say that about almost every defensive coordinator, but Todd Bowles is one of the best at that. Now, the strengths as far as personnel on this defense is very, very obvious. Their linebacking core is unbelievable. Starting off with Levante David, who is just, I mean, a highlight waiting to happen. And then this, they go out and get one of the top linebackers maybe in the past decade um, coming out of the draft. And that's Devin White. Now, we haven't seen Devin White play a lot in the preseason. They haven't got him a lot of snaps. He was dealing with a little bit of injuries. But they just kind of kept him to the side. He will start and play every play, I guarantee you. Whenever you take an inside linebacker at number 5, uh, that should tell you something. Dion Buchanan as well, who we've seen a lot. He was with the Cardinals as well. Bruce Arians brought him over. They are stacked at the linebacker core. Now, up front, defensive interior, they are absolute beasts. They have Indomitian Sue that they just brought over after they released. Gerald McCoy, we've seen Sue a lot. Yeah, you know He was with the Rams last year. But also Vita Vea. Their 2018 first-round draft pick who's been in and out. I've already said he's a 50-50. We are really hoping to not see him. He's kind of that big 340 true nose tackle that just gets a lot of movement and a lot of energy. He is an interesting player to say the least. So curious to see if he's going to play. Now the weaknesses on their defense, everywhere else. Man, they are a boom-or-bust defense. Amazing linebackers, great in the middle on the defensive line. Outside of that, again, as I said, 
possibly the worst secondary in the entire NFL. And they've drafted to to overcome this. You know, they spent a first-round pick on Hargraves. He hasn't panned out at all. They spent another uh, second-day pick on Carlton Davis. Hasn't really looked good. Carlton Davis last year had eight pass defensive pass interference penalties and was picked on mightily. He's just one of those guys that people just pick on, and he's easy to key on. He's a physical corner and great in the run game, but you can catch him with double moves early. I remember him coming out of Auburn. I liked him a lot, but his his weaknesses are very, very obvious, and it doesn't take NFL teams long to catch on to that. And I am just hoping and praying Carlton Davis is going to be on Dante Pettis at some point. It's going to be ugly. Now their edge pressure with their best player on their entire team, JPP, out, man, it's lacking to say the least. Their starting edge guys are going to be Carl Nassib and Shaquille Barrett, both of which were cut by their former teams. So it's not like these are premium guys. Um they're trying to get the most out of what they have, and they just they don't have much there. The personnel just isn't there. Again, back to the scheme. They are a complete attacking defense that tries to dis, um, disguise coverage with safeties and linebackers interchangeably. So you're going to see a lot of delayed blitzes from the linebacker position. You're going to see a lot of stunts. You're going to see nickel blitzes. You're going to see safety blitzes. The word that you have to be prepared for is blitz, blitz, blitz. If... I, I do believe our offensive line will be able to protect just fine against their front four. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. The problem is going to be, you know, Western Richburg hasn't got a lot of time. Um, if he can make sure and seamlessly just on the exchange of blocking stunts and things like that, we're going to be just fine. I am not too worried about our offense. I think our offense is going to have a hell of a game. We just have to make sure running the ball might be kind of tough. This is a defense that is built to stop the run, and that is their person, uh, their personnel up front. So uh, curious to see there. And the guys that we got to exploit, it's corners and safeties. We If we can make them put seven men in the box – it's over. Um, we're going to pick this defense apart. However, if they can stop our run with just six players up front, that is beyond problematic because that's going to stop us from taking advantage of the man coverage on the outside, which is what we've got to do. So, All right, so that's the defensive breakdown. Let's jump over now to the offensive side, and it is a tell of two cities with these guys because as bad as their defense was, their offense was also that good they are unbelievable on the offensive side even though they've changed staff you know Dirk Cutter was in charge of that offense last year he's now back with the Atlanta Falcons as OC but now Byron Leftrich is the offensive coordinator again he was the OC last year with the Arizona Cardinals and some of you guys are saying well wasn't that the worst offense in the past decade yes it was but Byron Leftwich is not calling the plays it's going to be Bruce Arians. This is Bruce Arians' baby. He is taking over, and he is just – it's funny. When Kyle Shanahan talked about him, you know, they asked him today in the press conference, what do you know about Bruce Arians' system? And he, I think he said aggressive three times. It is a down-the-field vertical passing threat, and they are just going to freaking air the ball out. This is who they were last year as well. Third most yards, offensive yards in 2018. This is a 5'11 team, number one in passing yards. They had the most passing yards in the entire NFL. These guys can air it out. Now, 
I will say this. They were second to last in rushing attempts. They cannot run the ball to save their lives. And a lot of this has to do with just a below average to poor offensive line with a quarterback that just makes terrible decisions. They were last in the entire NFL with 35 turnovers. That is bananas. So um, 26 interceptions as well, also last in the NFL. So for the 49ers, who only forced two interceptions all of last year, you could not pick a better team to get the monkey off your back because this is a team and, you know, Bruce Arians' entire offense and offseason and everything has been trying to get Jameis Winston ready to make good choices. It is now our defensive line's job to make him forget those lessons and to get scared and get rid of the ball quick. So if we can get pressure, Jameis Winston's going to be Jameis Winston, which is not a very smart person and just makes terrible choices in life whenever he speaks to schools. If you haven't seen that clip, go watch that clip. It is very disheartening. If you want any more reason to root against the the Bucks? Go watch the clip where Jameis Winston is invited to talk to elementary school kids. Who the hell would let this guy in a room with children? First off, but whatever. Uh, football fanatics. For some reason, if you could throw a touchdown pass, you're now a role model. Whatever. Um, now strengths. Here we go. Focusing on what the Bucks are good at. They might have the best wide receiver core in the NFL. Uh, a quietly having the best wide receiver core in the NFL. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are unbelievable. And when you pair them with the pass catching tight end of OJ Howard, that is just three of the absolute best. I mean, there is so much talent there. Mike Evans is just dominated year in and year out. He had his best game of the year last year against Richard Sherman. Um, you can go look at the clips. Just look up Mike Evans versus 49ers. It's pretty, pretty bad. So, and again, the reason why he had this success last year, one, you know, Sherman wasn't fully healthy, but we had no pass rush. He is a deep ball wide receiver. He's a go up and get it type guy. He's near the bottom of the NFL every single year and drops. He drops the ball like crazy and interceptions when targeting Mike Evans and And yards after the catch, he's awful because he's just a basketball player that jumps up and gets the ball and then gets tackled. Because of that, we have got to make sure we get pass rush help so that Jameis Winston can't sit back there off the play-action fake and just air it out. If they're airing it out, we're not going to win. Okay, That's just a reality of it. We've got to be, we've got to make Jameis uncomfortable. And whenever we get back there, guys like Solomon Thomas, it's not enough just to hand swipe him and let him step into the pocket. He's a big dude. We've got to capitalize and turn pressures into sacks and pressures into tipped balls and pressures into interceptions. If we do that, we will win the game. You know, Kyle Shanahan, again, he was asked, I think, the first question in his press conference today. What's the most key part of the or aspect of the game in order for us to walk away with a win? He said, well, almost all road games, it's turnovers. We're playing one of the most turnover-proven quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. we got to take advantage of that. Their offensive line, I had ranked as the number 28 offensive line in the NFL. They're pretty bad. Um, outside of their left guard, Ali Marpet, it's pretty much not even average after that. He is the only one that is average. Uh, they allowed the most quarterback hits in the entire NFL last year with 55. No team allowed more than 49. So you can kind of see they're over 12% more quarterbacks hit than the second worst team in the NFL. So th- this is something that's important. We've invested so much in this damn defensive line. We have five first-round picks and only four <laughs> spots to play them in. 
we've got to start seeing dividends on all of this investment. Um, it's pretty rough. You know, their left tackle, Donovan Smith, allowed eight sacks and 49 pressures by himself. Left guard, Caleb Benonich, I'm sure I said that one wrong, uh, allowed 10 sacks and 42 pressures. The left side of that offensive line, we should just have a field day. Pretty excited about it. Running backs are absolute trash again. I, I would say among the worst in the entire NFL. Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber, Derry Okunbuwale, those guys... It's okay. Darren's probably the best, but for example, Peyton Barber last year was the first player in over a decade to have 250 touches and not eclipse 1,000 yards. He's He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's great at pass protection. I'll give him that, but he's just three yards and you're lucky. He averaged 3.7 yards uh, per carry last year and Ronald Jones 1.9, 1.9 yards per carry. That's what these guys are. They are absolutely rough. So O-line, abysmal. Running backs, trash. Wide receivers, absolutely incredible. And that's exactly the way that Bruce Arians has just, it's who he's been. Uh, He's going to get the most out of his passing game, so expect a lot of pass attempts. Now, the scheme I've talked about, you know, this is the ultimate match for our D-line and secondary. It's not going to be the biggest linebacker game because they're not very run heavy. This is, can we get pressure? Can we convert that pressure? If we do that, I don't care what happens when the 49ers are on offense. This game will be won or lost by our defense. And so it's I don't care what our offense does. If we go out there and kick five field goals, it's almost irrelevant. We have to stop and force turnovers with their offense. It's just what it's going to be. So really excited about this game. Um, I am going to be broadcasting live um, Sunday as soon as the game ends on YouTube. So if you have not already subscribed to my YouTube, what are you doing? I got all kinds of videos up there and lots of stuff. All you have to do is type in John Chapman. That's me um, on YouTube, and you just click on the search filter part and click channel, type in John Chapman, hit subscribe, and you'll be able to kind of interact a little bit live. Uh, type in questions and comments and whatever else as I'm on YouTube so it's a little bit more interactive. And so it's going to be a live reaction show Sunday immediately after the press conferences. So as soon as Kyle Shanahan's press conference is over, I will be hitting live within five minutes of that, uh, and we will be live on YouTube. Again, just search John Chapman under channels, and we will be there. So stay, stay strong, faithful. I'm going to try to get another episode out. We've already done four in a row, but, man, I'm just so excited. I want to keep putting out content. So hopefully I'll have something for you guys in the next day or two. But if not, let's get ready for that first game for the 49ers of the 2019 season. I'm a little too excited. I'm sure you can tell. All right, stay strong, faithful. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.